everyone. So today we're going to be talking about love and I'm very excited because I have a very special guest speaker. Hey y'all. So today we're going to be talking about love and we're going to be sharing our experiences with love and what we feel like is our love language and what we've learned from love and the difference between infatuation, lust, and love. And we're just going to get real deep. We're going to dig right in. So let's get started. So there's like a lot of different types of love. Like, wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. Like you can, you know, you love your sibling, you love your parents, you love, you know, your friends, your pet. But how do you know that, you know, the person romantically that you're with, how do you know that it's real love? How do you know it's true love? Not just like infatuation or, you know, lust and, 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 you know, it's just a chemical reaction. Like, how do you know that you feel like this is true? Like this, this makes sense. Mm. I feel like a good point about love is loving the person's flaws too mm-hmm. so noticing and acknowledging that because everyone has flaws well, right and you know as humans we're bound to make mistakes and we're bound to have to learn how the other person operates and knowing that you can not only just handle that but also like love and appreciate those sides of them right i feel like makes it more than just lust yeah or just like happy you know uh honeymoon stage or anything like that mm-hmm. because you're like once the honeymoon phase ends, you know, it does it does become more, you know, choice, choice and work and real, you know, mm-hmm. and knowing like okay, like even though there's some things that aren't uh I like um when you start dating someone it's supposed to feel like a movie almost, like it's just so everything is so perfect, but then mm-hmm. as time goes on, people get more comfortable, like they're easier with being like themselves, they don't have to prove anything or, you know, they're just comfortable with it with the person so it's like as time goes on you see that and that's when you're like okay you have to know well regardless of you know the flaws that they have I'm still better off with them mm-hmm. um I had a friend one time he was talking about his um his ex-girlfriend and um they were they've been on and off for a long time um and they still I'm sure to this day are talking um but he was telling me, you know, I, you know, there's plenty of beautiful women and there's plenty of women who are more successful or are more in shape or are more talented or their humor matches mine a little bit more. But even if there is someone that, you know, on a sheet of paper or in a photo is better, looks better, you know, acts whatever, more society acceptable or whatever he said well they're still not her Mm -hmm. you know and he was like even though that she had flaws like everyone has flaws they were the type of flaws for me they were flaws that I could work with they were flaws that I could appreciate in their own fashion and they were her so regardless of everything else you know at the end of the day no one is her And I think that that's a good way to look at, you know, once you get into a relationship and you've been with them for a while and, you know, the honeymoon phase, like, goes away because it's always, you know, going to go away. Like, are do you still see value in them? You know, are you, you know, still attracted to them? Are you still watching them grow and, and 
growing together and being excited for your future with them. And if not, then you can tell yourself, oh, well, you know, it was just lust or, you know, it was just infatuation or the feeling of newness. So, you know, they people talk about um, love at first sight. And I know that, like, not all love stories are not, you know, every couple has experienced that. And they're still doing well, like they're still striving, they're still together, you know, it's still true love. But do you think that when you meet that person, that there is that almost like I've met you before or you just know that they're going to be an important person in your life? Or do you think that, What I mean, what's your opinion on that? Well, I feel like when we met, it was almost like I saw you in a past life kind of thing. It was like, no, gosh, yeah. I feel like... I have known this girl, I've seen her before, or I've met her. It's almost like, I, and me too, it's like I felt like, well, this person's going to be important. And it was just like right when you sat down and said hello. Because it was easy. Yeah. I wasn't ever like, you know, trying to be someone who I wasn't. And it just, our conversation just like flew. It mm-hmm. was like we were talking about so, you know, deep and all about all this personal stuff. And I met you like 20 minutes prior, you know. Or even it's like, I mean, I haven't always experienced um, that whole, that feeling of like, wow, like this person is supposed to be in my life. Like, I feel like I've only experienced that with my boyfriend. Like, all my other like relationships or situations with like other guys, like I never had that feeling of, I was always, I was always um, nervous around them. I was always nervous and I didn't know where I stood to them like who I was to them or how you know it was always something I thought about or worried about and then with my boyfriend now it's like when I met him like when our eyes like locked it was like I was not worried I wasn't nervous I was like this person's gonna be a big part of my life like I just felt that instantly and it was before we even you know said anything to each other we just saw each other it's like like a almost like a connection like it just was vibrating and it was like pulling us closer when the time was like needed to and that's exactly like it felt like electricity how I well felt. that was a cool love story to watch because I was around for the beginning yeah you saw like you saw so many crazy like life-changing things in my life like so fast which is crazy like we just became friends and you saw me go through a breakup you saw me like change and discover myself and then you saw you know me fall in love and like it's crazy like what we've seen each other go through in such a short amount of time too it's only been like three years yeah only three years it's crazy so do you think you felt that way like you said in high school you felt like I mean I had a high school relationship and I was so in love you know and mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because I was young and I was so like I just want love and, yeah you know I was a cheesy little girl and I loved talking about marriage and talking about as where all I'm girls move, do as all of us do I haven't really been one to sit down and plan my wedding maybe on <laughs> Pinterest but yeah I think my high school relationship was a lucky relationship for me because I felt like it was rare like but I also learned so much from it because I did have insecurities back then and I didn't know my full value because I was young, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't think that was so important to have at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, after going through that relationship from high school and a prior one, 
after that, a few years later, uh, I've learned that self-value is, like, the most important thing oh, to Oh, yeah, have. like, you can't love nobody else if you don't love yourself. Because then yeah. it's, like, you're going to expect them to give you things that they can't. Yeah, so I don't think I've ever... I haven't had a love at first sight kind of thing, but I always... But I hate that line. I hate the line of, like, oh, love at first sight, like... Because looking back, I'm like, there were moments that I knew after I got to know that person that I was, I was like, oh, he's going to be special to me. Yeah. So it took a little bit of like getting to know them. Mm-hmm. And I was always giddy and there were, there so was like, giddiness. Yeah. And, you know, laughs. It's just different and, for everyone, I feel like. And that's the cool part. Love stories are all different. Some mm-hmm. people date in high school, take years apart, come back to each other. Some people have known each other forever and, and we're just friends mm-hmm. and then end up falling in love when they're 25. I don't know. It's just crazy how different everything is, and that's what I've caught myself remembering is my love stories aren't comparable to other people's. So just because yeah. somebody else went through that and had that and, oh, they came back after this long, it doesn't mean that's going to happen to me because my love story is going to be mine because it's, you. it's unique. Yeah. and it's you know. Well, that's a good point that you said earlier was just um, you brought up you felt like it was rare. I feel like every... In my opinion, like, comparing the relationships that I've had, like, I want, I like the feeling of feeling like no one else feels this way. Because, like, the boyfriend that I have now, it's, like, it makes me so happy to know that I know no one else has felt this passion or, like, this chemistry or how rare it is. And I feel like when you're with someone, that's how it should feel. You know, it's not to say, like, every rare is the same. But it should feel rare, you know, it should feel like, this is crazy, like, how are we, how the hell are we, you know, like, we're just so blessed, like, why us, why are we lucky in this, you know, with, and it's sad, because so many people, you know, they put themselves out there, and, you know, they get hurt, or they get used, and, you know, they don't ever get to experience that, or, you know, just, they're such good people, and they haven't yet, so it's like, I'm always thinking about, like, well, why, why us, like, how, why are we getting so lucky with this, you know? When some people do get lucky on their first try. Some, be, it may some take people some get, people, yeah, some people, you know, like my grandma, she got lucky in third grade. Yeah. <laughs> she and, met her husband in third grade. And that's great. And it's, yeah. And that's rare, but every, like you said, every kind of rare is different. And right. your love story is special to you, so, I mean, it may take anybody a few tries it may take one person or a few people two tries or one or yeah it, it just it's depends. all about timing too. yeah and it depends huge. on your life flow and, and how much effort you want to put into it when you find it because you could find you know that person and be too young or too stupid or too naive to understand how to to nurture it because like I said love it it's not just about you know sex it's not just about you know taking photos together and going out on dates and and you know compliments it's it's about work and it's about respect and having the same value system like if you guys don't have the same value system it's not gonna work you know if they don't want to get married what are you doing if they don't want to have kids what are you doing you well know, that's something I never realized was so important to me to have with someone I felt like that yeah. was a lot of red flags for me because I thought love would be enough to change that person's mind in a way but you can't change someone just because no. you're with them. And yeah. the only person you can change is you. So I have been grateful for the people that I've been with, but I've also maybe not only learned, but 
realize it. I feel maybe like you, these make, are you things... make people for reasons, and, you, and they're either in yeah. your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Like you don't know. But I just like uh, relating back to my high school relationship. Like I was really into Christianity right up until I started dating him, and then I started dating him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm agnostic," and then, "Oh, I'm atheist," and then look at me. I, you know, I was like, "Why? What am I doing with him?" Then you know, it's like if we don't have the same values, you know, it's like. If he, like, the the boy wouldn't even go to church with me, didn't even respect my values, didn't even want to engage in them, you know? So it's, like, I feel like they definitely have to have similar value systems. Like, no one's going to be the same, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it has to be similar. And if it's not similar, there needs to be respect for it. Yeah. I agree. So what are your love languages? Like, what would you say that you express love and, and how do you want to receive love? Well, I think I took one of those tests that was, like, online and would tell you your love language. I forget. It's, like, no, five yeah. lovelanguages.com. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember mine being words of affirmation and physical touch were tied. So both of those were, like, the same level. And then quality time was my third one. So I think I definitely need words, but I feel like I, like, t- like touch more. Mm-hmm. I like that feeling of comfort and, like, acknowledgement that I'm there and just like that physical kind of love being shared with someone I think it's important to have that chemistry and that comfortability mm-hmm. I guess so I think that's that's my love language with yours yeah I would say that my love language is definitely like actions and you know words of affirmation and spending time with them um I feel like you not only do you have to say that you're going to do these things or be these things and and love me but I have to see it. If I you know I can hear you say that you love me at like all day, but I want to see it. You know, it's like, you know, it's the small things, like something as simple as like opening the car door, getting me water, you know, seeing what I want to do today or um grabbing my purse or you know just little things like that, you know, cleaning up after I cook or just those things that I see like my boyfriend doing and then it's like that's how I see that he loves me because he he takes care of me you know he goes the extra mile yeah he goes the extra mile he's always like if I'm around he wants to be with me like he wants like and it's not even like me asking him to be with me it's like he always shows up (laughs) you know it's like he's always there it's not a question like he's coming or he's gonna be there or we're going together like it's always like you know like a unit which is like in my past relationship, it was almost like I had to plan everything. So I definitely think that, you know, my love languages is like actions and, and, and hearing, you know, you're beautiful and, you know, you're you just all those like lovey-dovey, like poetic things. And um, I don't, I didn't think I could realize like how poetic a man could be until I was with my boyfriend, like. Because what I had before, you know, it was very dry. It was, wasn't like he didn't really, you know, make me feel special with those words. And, like, with my boyfriend now, it's like, it's like Romeo and Juliet, you know. It's, like, just poetic all the time. We don't even realize it. Well, I think my version of poeticness in my past was in my high school relationship, he always went out of his way in the mornings to text me, like, a paragraph of how much I meant to him, how beautiful I was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were young, and it was just airy and dreamy and, you know, like Romeo. It felt like nostalgia. Yeah, and it, it felt unreal. And I still remember... Yes, that is exactly how love is supposed to feel. 
I remember the day I fell in love. I, to this day, that was like, oh my goodness, six years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> that I can still remember that moment I fell in love with him. And it was, it wasn't even just like, oh my god, I think. It was like, I know. It was like a feeling, like, it was like a rush. And I looked at him and I just knew. So I feel like it wasn't just what he did. It was just how he made me feel as a person. Right. His, and his extra mile every day what that he was, made. What was the moment? How, what was it? We were at, um, he did like rowing. He did crew in mm-hmm. high school. And we were at one of his meets on a Saturday. And I drove with his family up there. And we had a break throughout the day. So we went to this like foresty area to like mm-hmm. just talk and we were taking pictures, and I swear half of our pictures are us kissing. <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, we were just so in love, and nobody, you know, nobody could make me care any less. Like, I cared. I was fully in, you know, mm-hmm. and I just sat there with him, and we were kissing and talking to each other, and I just remember looking at him and being like, I have a stud. Like, <laughs> I just I just knew like, it, it was just shocking but, like, I felt like I was in the perfect place at the perfect time with the right person, mm-hmm. like, and so that was my first love affair was, or I guess that's not crazy. affair. That, that's but. so cool that you can remember, like, the moment you had that thought of, like, I love this person. And I had no doubt either. It was just, it was almost at the tip of my tongue. I just, I needed to blurt it, you yeah. know. It, and it was cute because when we were younger, when he asked me out, he thought he was supposed to say he loved the girl when he asked her out. <laughs> So he told me he loved me the first night, but he was like, well, I now really, really love you. <laughs> <laughs> so the love was just like a friend love in the beginning. Right. Because we, all we did was text and see each other in the hallway at school. But then we hung out. He always went that extra mile to see me. I always, like you were saying, you knew your boyfriend right now would always be there. He'd always send you poetic, you know, mm-hmm. writings, write you letters. And it wasn't even like, it just came naturally, you know. And that's the best love is when yeah. it, when it, it feels natural. like you, it it's not a chore. Nothing's a chore. Yeah. Like organic. writing a letter. I think that that's really cool that, you know, you can like remember and have the memory of the day that you were like, I love this person. Like, I want to be with this person. And for me and my boyfriend though, it was, I don't, I can't really remember the day. And I think it's just because like, I loved him when I met him. You know, do you understand I feel like it what I'm happened. saying? It happened like quickly, but in it the was best like way possible. When we met each other, you know, it was like we were already in love. It was like we've already, we've loved before. You know, it wasn't like like yeah, I was like exploring this new person and you know getting to know the individual, but I just felt like that feeling was there from the get go. Um. Of course, we didn't, like, say that until, like, you know, the time that we did. There was, you know, it wasn't, like, we met and then, like, the first day we were, like, we're in love, you know. But for me, it's, like, I just, I can't, I there was never a time I didn't love him, you know. There was never a time where I was, like, unsure or, like, am I in love or well, and that's a good... is he in love, you know. Because yeah. it was just, like, I knew that that boy was head over heels for me and he still is. Like, you and that... I fucking love like I love that you know but I do remember like I think we were in North Carolina or something in a car we were like on the side road 
in a car and we were just we would sleep in the car because we didn't have enough money to I know we're not supposed to do that but we didn't have enough money to afford a hotel and we were just talking and I don't know maybe that's maybe maybe that I could pinpoint to that to when I knew like to say it but I already I always knew it you know and I think he did too and he he would try to work it in in little ways of saying it and stuff but I don't know for me I I don't have a memory of like I just don't you know what I'm saying well, and that's what makes each love rare each love story yeah, each rare different. It's, a, it's like a perfect example mm-hmm. on oh I like can pinpoint a moment but you are always new but I think that that's beautiful that you can go back and remember it and like remember what you were wearing what he was wearing what y'all were doing like I think that's a beautiful memory you know just like both ways I feel like are beautiful they're both beautiful in different ways and yeah I mean that moment will always be cherished that was my first moment of love you Mm -hmm. know and it was the first time I was 15 Mm -hmm. I was a baby and we were together together until I was 18 and then we went off to college and so I, I like know when it's love because it's like I want to do everything I can for this person. You know, like, I feel that. like I literally it's like I, I'll take care of myself. I take care of myself. But everything in my power that I can do to make this person feel my love and feel that I cherish them and that I, you know, love them and want to be with them. Like I will do it. There's nothing I would eat gum off the ground. You know, like I would do whatever it is for this person, you know. That's and, the way I feel. I feel like it's like a... But we're it's like giving, givers. We're very big givers. I was about to say giving... It's like giving mode turns on. And it's like, I just want... Yeah, I want to take care of him. You yeah. Know? And that's how, I guess, we show our love yeah. to people. It's like I want his room to be clean and his, his closet to be color organized. I want to surprise him with dinner. Or I want to yeah. just go that mile for him. And sh- so he feels, you know, special yeah. and acknowledged. and And everything that he does, it's like, I'm like, wow. You know, it's like something he'd do something so simple and I'm like so proud of him or just so amazed by like his talent or that's what I find myself saying a lot is I'm proud of you. Like anytime I've been yeah. with a man and they've been, you know, going through something or they just feel down or they're, you know, we're young. So we're always trying to figure things out. What job? Where do I move? Where do I live? I need to save this. I need to save money. Right. You know, all these questions are going throughout our heads, yeah. but always having that reassurance for yourself but also giving that reassurance is huge for me like I love saying I'm so proud of you after you know a good day of tips or just like I feel like less is is. more yeah less is so more what do you mean like just saying I'm so proud of you or let's cook dinner together or you know just effortless things right when it comes to leaving notes it's just easy yeah. yeah Doing the things that they love and, like, love loving doing it because they love it. And I yeah. love being cheesy. Like, yeah. That's you, the way I'm And it's poetic. like you get into what they're into, too. You know, it's like you want to be involved with what they're doing and you want to, like, be a part of it because it's like they're a part of you, you know. They're, right. And I do feel like, like, I'm, like, whole by myself. But, you know, it, it's almost like that's your other person. Like, that's your other half, you know. And I feel like they're supposed to feel like that. No. Yeah, because you're so connected. And that's the thing, too. It's like it should feel equal. Like, that's a big thing that people should know, too. It's like if you feel like that person's, like, on a pedestal and you're below them or that they're below you and you're higher than them and it doesn't feel like you're on equal playing field, 
then I don't feel like that can be true love. You have to feel equal with them and like feel like this is like a candidate, not a candidate, but you know what I'm saying? It's like you can't feel you can't be looking up to them, you can't be looking down to them. Right. You need to be looking at each other. Right. These so, are equal, you're a team. Yeah. So saying that the big question is is arguments. Cuz they're going to happen when you're in love because they're normal. Yeah, you're two people trying to be one, so you're going to disagree, you're going to have misunderstandings or you know say things the way that you know it's not conveying what you actually mean to say. So when you have arguments with someone you love, how do you know that it's not an argument at each other but with each other? As in so something's going on and like you guys are both on the one side of the fence pointing at the tree which is the problem. Or are you guys on opposite sides of the fence pointing at each other? I've had both, I feel. I've had both. I think a lot of my arguments come from when I get upset or I'm trying to convey my feelings. It it all comes from care. So I feel like the times I have argued with a significant other, it's because... You love them. I love them. I'm expressing how I feel, so I'm hoping they come back with at least some understanding. Mm -hmm. And, you know... That initial reaction of, like, how can I help? Or why do you feel like that? Or just, like, those understanding, like, feedback. It's like you guys are arguing because you don't want to argue. Because you want the relationship to be happy, to be good. And then there's situations, like, with my ex-boyfriend, it was, like, anytime we argued, it was almost like he was arguing with me to be right and to make me feel wrong. Right? It wasn't, like, like... my boyfriend now, it's like if we have arguments, we're arguing because we don't want to argue with each other because we love each other and we just want each other to be happy. But then we get frustrated because we're both trying to make the situation better. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's healthy. But if you're arguing with your significant other and it's like they're trying to make you feel like dumb or they're trying to make you feel like unworthy or like wrong, you know, that's, I don't know, that's different. Well, in, like, my past relationship, I was fearful of feeling my emotions to the point because, oh, I missed him, or I didn't agree with something, or, and it was just me being like, I want to see you, or, like, you know, not, I felt needy, but, like, what I, what I was asking for wasn't needy. I was just trying to figure out how we could compromise together, you know, I feel like compromising is huge, and sacrificing, because we're all bound to make sacrifices. Right. So feeling like I was on one side and he was on the other. Right. Which made it hard to come to an agreement because, Mm -hmm. oh, he thought he was right. Oh, I thought I was being fair, you know. And so that was like an argument I felt. But here's what I would say about that. It's like when you argue, it's like you're either going to be, you know, the sensitive type, you know, the crying type or you're going to be quiet or you're going to be the defensive type. And I think those are all natural ways to like respond but I think the key difference is okay is this person getting defensive because they love me and they don't want to argue with me and they want me to know that everything's going to be okay or are they getting defensive to show their dominance or to show that you know you're wrong and they're right there's a difference but there's still two people getting defensive you know and just because you're defensive it doesn't mean that they don't love you it's just your way of handling just like when you cry like 
and you're sensitive about it, it doesn't mean you're actually sad. It's just because you're a reaction of your the emotions. Well, yeah. and for a while, I felt like those emotions were so strong, and I made him feel certain ways of, like, it stressed him out, or I was just too emotional, or... So having that kind of fear of having to not tiptoe but in a way tiptoe but you shouldn't feel like but right i shouldn't you're tiptoeing because the person that loves you like like we said earlier people have flaws people are gonna mess up people are not gonna know how to say what they mean but regardless that you are sensitive regardless that you know you felt that way the person that's with you is gonna overlook that and love you regardless of how you're acting when you guys argue because everyone acts different when they argue no one acts, like, presentable. No one acts like, you know, they're mature, confident. You know, we, we slip down to old ways or bad habits, like, because you're arguing. You know, that's why it's called arguing. And I think learning about how you are, how you are, as a person being in an argument, so, like, the you kind know of how person. To handle it. Yeah, how, control it. how you get in that moment. Like, okay, when do I need to know mm-hmm. that I need, I need to take a step back or I need to listen? So mm-hmm. I feel like that's something I've learned. I like to speak. <laughs> and no, I, women like to speak. Women yeah, like in to the past, freaking dig it to the ground and, yeah, you know, nag the, the ear in. off. They, yeah. Women just can't shut up. <laughs> and that's what I discovered I couldn't do sometimes, which is a good thing to learn because you need to learn, okay, what do I need to do better yeah. How can I handle sure. a situation better? Yeah, for sure. Like, I have a problem with me. It's like, when I argue, I think I get quiet or I'm just, like, repetitive. Oh, you know, I'm repetitive. Every woman is repetitive. It's like... Because we want to get our we thoughts sure, across. We, we want to make, make sure, sure that they everything's understand. okay, that they know that we love them. And, you know, it's like we're just trying to tuck everything into bed, you know? Just Pretty like, much. And let it go and though. move forward. Yeah. Feel feel like it's acknowledged, it's done, mm-hmm. it's understood on both sides. Mm-hmm. But and I argument think that is someone huge. you love, you're never mad at that person. Like, you can get frustrated with them and, and, and annoyed. But I don't feel like you can, I for me, if I'm truly, like, in love, like, I'm never going to be cold-hearted to that person. I'm never cold-hearted yeah. to my boyfriend. I've, yeah. I, I've never had this feeling of, like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm so mad at him. He's done so much wrong. Like, I've never had that feeling with him. Like, I've been frustrated, like, you know, trying to understand what he's saying or trying to get my point across or confused or whatever it is. But, but you can never look at him and be like, I'm never, so mad never. at you. Which I, I I can do that to my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been moments with my friends where I'm like, I don't want to talk to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Or I, I, we, we would be mad for at each other for a while, but I've never, thankfully, you know... Well, thankfully, I remember looking back at my Blessed. first love, and I can't even remember one argument we had because deep down the line, it don't matter. No, it doesn't. But they need like it happens organically. Arguments need to happen. I'm glad they have because I feel yeah. like you need to learn that person on that side too. Yeah. See that person, what they are. You know how how do they handle it? Right. You know, and if an argument goes really south, then okay, like getting back together and being after the argument's over and conversing on how it could have been handled better and you know love is so like fun love is like, fun it's so it's... awesome like it honestly is like i feel like people you know they either get lucky in like fortune fame you know success or they get lucky in love and i feel like i have gotten so lucky in love and not just romantically 
but with my girlfriends and with my family and like I have so many people that just I love so much and that they love me like so much and knowing love exists in this world love is, is a powerful so thing. real and I don't think enough people have gotten the opportunity to feel that themselves they might see it so to end today's podcast I'm going to be answering some of you guys's questions that you guys sent me and first of all I just want to thank everyone who did take the time to send in a question and Hopefully my answers serve you guys and make your understanding better or help you in some way or stimulate your mind or whatever it is that you were searching for. So the first question that I received was, do hopeless romantics exist? And it depends on what you view a hopeless romantic, in my opinion. Like When I think of hopeless romantic, I think of people who are sensitive and wear their heart on their sleeve type of thing. Like, you know, um, I think of people who rush into relationships and don't give themselves time to do some self-growth after a breakup or, you know, they're always on to a new girl or to a new guy. And it's not just about sex. Like, it's about, you know, needing that attention, um, And then there's also hopeless romantics who, you know, find this one person and then they know nothing about them and they haven't had enough experience to know even like what they want out of a relationship, but they think that this is, you know, the imaginary, the one, you know, where they see a guy across the street and he smiles at her and then she's like, you know, I met the person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Like people like that. So I do think that it exists. I don't think it's necessarily a bad trait. I really think that if you are hopeless romantic and you finally find or you, you know, find that person that loves you for who you are and treats you well and everything, then I think the trait of being a hopeless romantic really like benefits the relationship that you're in because you're going to be, you know, um, softer you're going to be more sensitive you're going to be more attentive you're going to be more concerned with that other person and if that person's the one they're going to see that and they're going to be really appreciative towards that and they're going to really value that and who you are and happy with that and it's just going to make you know the relationship better so I don't think it's a bad trait to have at all I think that it can get you into some sticky situations I think it can you know kind of lead you to getting hurt more often because you're more naive but I think once you do find that person it all around is a really good trait to have. Another question that I received was basically talking about divorce and it was talking about my opinion on it and to me those type of questions on like you know, how do you know if this is the one or all this stuff? It's basically asking for the future. It's basically asking for me to get a crystal ball and and read into y'all's future if, you know, what's going to happen. And me, I feel so spiritually connected with God and I just believe that everything is in his control and that he's going to take care of you. It's like no matter what happens, it's supposed to happen. So, when that relates to relationships, you know, divorce, they, they do happen. And um, there's no way of knowing that when you're 
getting married. There's, you know, when you marry someone, it's because you think that they're going to be your forever. And, you know, you can't not get married because you're afraid of signing divorce papers. You know, you're afraid of all the drama and all the pain that comes with that. Because if it happens, it happens. But um, if you're in love with someone, if you're happy with them, if you're growing with them, if you're excited to have a future with them, if you value them, if you have the same value system and you know, you're growing, they're growing, you're motivated, they're motivated, then if you're at the right time in your life where you, you know, you're mature enough and you're financially independent and, and you want to get married, then I think you should get married. If you want to get married, get married. You know, you shouldn't not get married because you're afraid of divorce because you're not going to know the future and it would be a shame to miss out on something just because of a fear. Another question that I received was, how does self-love and loving someone else correlate? Um, and so I've talked about self-love, I feel like, multiple times, even if I'm not saying the word self-love in a lot of my podcasts, just because I feel like um, this is a channel about being inspiring and being motivated and, and growing and, and loving who you are. So I have hinted at these things, I feel like, in every podcast that I've done, um, but specifically you know, if you think of it like this, so if you don't love yourself, if you don't take care of who you are, if you don't learn to accept your flaws, love your flaws, um, grow from your flaws and, and, and be happy with who you are as an individual, like in your mind, your thoughts, your, what you're doing throughout a day, what you're doing to be successful, like what you want for your future, then how, in the world can you do that with someone else right so how can you how can you accept someone else's flaws and love someone else's flaws if you hate yours you know how can you be a part of someone else's future or with someone else in the future if you don't have a plan for yours you know how can you motivate someone else if you're not motivating yourself it's just kind of like, uh, think of it like the airplane scenario when those masks come on. They always tell you, you know, like if there's a child next to you that you put on your breathing mask first and then you put on the child's because they're basically saying, you know, like how if this child is helpless or they can't reach that mask and they're in their seatbelt, you know, it's like, how are you going to put the mask on them for them to breathe? if you're losing air yourself, if you're not breathing yourself. So it's just kind of thinking about metaphors that way, like that can kind of help you learn the importance of self-love. I can tell you that if you love yourself, no matter what kind of relationship, if it's a work relationship, if it's a friendship, if it's a romantic relationship, if it's with your family, it will be a 110% better because no matter what happens to you, you're not going to let everything affect you because only you can control how you feel or how you react. So with love, you know, after the honeymoon phase, it does become, you know, more like work. It does become more of a choice. It does become something that needs to be nurtured. So if you're not doing that for yourself, you're not going to be able to provide it for that other person. So that's why self-love is very important. And I, you know, I would say for everyone to just make sure you love yourself before you get in a relationship or, you know, anything with someone. 
another question is how to love someone like how to like fall in love with someone um to me this question doesn't really make any sense because you know you can't make yourself love someone you know it just happens it's an emotion it's a feeling so you know, if say like your best friend just told you that they love you and you care about them, you don't want to hurt them. So you want to try a relationship, but you know, you're not falling in love with them. You like, you don't love them. You can't force yourself to love someone if you don't love them. It's not something that you can just, you know, do some habits or say some things and and do some tricks to where, okay, now you're in love with them. You know, it just happens. You, people love who they love and it can't change. Just like what I said previously about, you know, my friend, you know, being with this one girl and then breaking up and trying all these other relationships, you know, he just realized like, well, none of them are her, you know, it's not that he doesn't want to love. And it's not that he doesn't want to, you know, fall in love with someone. It's that, you know, he is in love with that girl, you know, no one's her. So love just happens. It's organic. It's not something you can force. It's not something that, goes away once it's there like if you love someone that's your person you can't nothing you do will stop you from loving them so and that's a beauty of love so I hope that I have helped you guys with your questions I appreciate again thank you so much for sending them um thank you for listening to this podcast and we will be back soon with your next podcast thank you for listening guys Mm -hmm.